All right, thanks for listening. This is a kind of a special episode live from the OP. Life is a journey, and eventually all roads come together. You are listening to Breaking Camp, conversations focusing on our passion for the outdoors, everyday life, learning new things, and growing as people. I'm Aaron Brenneman. And I'm Bryce Ginther. And this is Breaking Camp. Welcome, all you bivouackers. It's me, Bryce, and Aaron, your camp hosts. Rainy camp hosts. We are up here uh, in the Olympic National Forest. OP. Represent. The, oh, you got it. Yeah. We're in the you OP. You got the hand signal for yeah, that? Yeah. You like see my hand signal? OP. I'm flashing it right now. Yeah. So, uh, first ever uh, breaking camp live from business trip. So, we are on day three of camping from, in, let's just talk in generalities here. Yeah. However, if they do want to talk specifically about where it is, get that Discover Pass. Mm. Look up the OP DNR campgrounds. We're at one of them. But we're deep in the OP. Ho Rainforest. Ho Rainforest, yeah. Living up to its name. Now, and also, this is um, where we are. This is also Sasquatch. I was going to say, I almost said Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. This is... Sasquatch country. Speaking of, we have an expert here today with us. Our guide. <laughs> it's true. We do have a guest with us today. How's it going, Zach? Pretty good. Welcome to Breaking Camp. We're so glad you're with us. Thank you. I am glad I'm here. We are very glad you have survived the first couple of days of wet and cold in 100% cotton. Yeah. Yes, I am a cotton wearing. <laughs> 31 degrees, two inches of rain kind of guy. Cotton wearing American. <laughs> that's so good. Well, and you haven't died, so that's a good thing. But you have, would you admit that you've had cold moments, though? Well, luckily our good friends at a local store kind of came through for me, and I stay a little warm. Um, feet a little bit. Yeah. My yeah. Co- my cotton socks have soaked up some of the naturalists here. Your socks the, are cotton. Who are these people at the local store? Is that where I got propane? Uh, that was local. Are you talking about the gift that you yes, received? Yes, I received a great gift. We, oh, we do, yeah. We proudly yeah, say yeah, yeah, by yeah. Mark's name. Okay. And we can say Northwest that. employee owned. That's yeah. right. I am an owner. I guess I could say that. Yeah. Representing. So, so um, I, uh, I, you know, we in the trip preparations and everything, we're, we're having fun with each other. And Zach... We called them out pretty heavily once we realized that you were going to be clad in cotton all weekend. And we thought at first we thought you were joking, and then we realized you're serious. So, Zach, you do do a lot of stuff outdoors, right? Love the outdoors. Love it. Just maybe not all year round. Yeah, I have, I go a little outdoor dark from December to probably March. Okay. You know, so those heavy months, yeah. They're day trips at More the longest. More of a flip-flop guy. Ooh, right? that is putting it a little bit love. Yeah, I could wear flip flops. I did wear flip flops earlier today or yesterday. Well, see, you did. You did. We <laughs> were scouting. We, 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 you're not all summer though. We have gone. You and I went backpacking in the snow. Correct, and I probably had cotton on then, but that was before you really noticed. <laughs> yeah, so but... you have, but I I got you a a screaming deal in the clearance section of Bymart, and I gave and I you know bestowed my present upon you. Uh, first day, first night. My new favorite jacket. 
100%. It was like a door prize. Yeah, I mean, I've already, no matter if we get three inches of rain or not, I, I'm I'm a winner at this camp trip. <laughs> yeah. Three I'm, inches, you mean tonight? Yes, I guess, in the next four hours. <laughs> yeah, you've won, no matter what happens. Mm. Yes. It was good. So we came up, and we did some fishing, a lot of fishing. All day, yes, not so much fish. <laughs> a lot of fishing. Okay, but took a row. In our defense, though, we this is a, ri- a river that neither of us have ever uh, ever fished before. Yeah, um, we did our homework, we researched, we knew what we were getting into, but you still don't know the water, you don't know the the good stretches to fish. Yeah. Um, and so, with all that, every boat that I talked to and every fisherman I've talked to, nobody has caught fish. Nobody. And, and so that makes me feel at least like we're in good company. We're not doing something wrong, I guess, is my point. Yeah. Not even just the people, but you have made a new friend up here, Bryce. I do, Dave. <laughs> well, two new friends. Wait, who is my first friend? Barney. Bernie. Brent. Oh, Brent. Yeah, the fish checker guy. Yeah, Brent. Well, hey. A if- pretty good fish checker job. Like, if you just get to hang yeah. out at these boat launches, mm-hmm. way better than if you're hanging out at the boat launch at Buoy 10. Exactly. I mean, you got 50 boats an hour coming yeah, through there. This guy's checking probably a dozen at best uh, boats a day. Multiple a, multiple pullouts. Yeah, he's just bouncing up river. Pretty good job. Pretty good job. Yeah, and he's in good spirits. That guy um, was pretty happy about what he's did, what he's doing for a living. And it's funny because so my other friend Dave that we met our camp is neighbors, this the clipboard kid. No, not the clipper. I never met him. Oh, okay. Uh, camp neighbor. Dave, camp neighbor. Yeah. He was kind of leader of their camp. Dave um, and Travis or something? He knew Brent's name. He's like, what? That's the same guy. So he knew the fish checker, but yeah. he didn't know where to pay his camp fee. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so he did. Upon upon getting here, uh, talking to Dave, he was... He was asking for where does where's the box to pay for these campsites? Yeah, these are primo. You gotta and pay I, for these. I told him, hey, it's free. And he goes, free? no, no, it's not free. And I'm like, what? these are DNR campgrounds. And he goes, well, yeah, it means there's a little bit of a fee. It's not much, but mm. there's a little bit of a fee. So then I relayed this to you. And then what did you you were you kind of perked up? I I did. I mean, I don't claim to know everything about the Discover Pass, but I've. I know maybe more than your average out-of-stater. Right. I have one. I'm an advocate. You buy it annually. It does not come with your fishing license. (laughs) That's debatable. At this point, this is debatable. We haven't checked my pass. does not come with your fishing license, but you buy it, and then you get, like, free camping year-round. It's really only good from about, what would you say, is that December to March? Well, is is it go with the fishing license at April to April? No, it's annual. Calendar. Okay. Whenever you buy it. Yeah. So it's from But I think that these these places in the summertime are packed. You probably couldn't roll in here other than like a midweek and get late night. So as it stands now, we are the only people in this campground. There were some people here though. They Mm -hmm. had trailers and everything. They were probably inside watching TV. (laughs) Didn't even hear them. We got we got a compliment from them when we got here. We We rolled up. Yeah. Yeah. We rolled up and we pretty much because it was raining currently when we when we got here. Yeah. We pulled up right before them, and then they snuck in while you were talking to Brent. That's right. That's right. And so while they were getting situated, we were getting situated. Pop-ups. We got Zach's tent put up. 
We were unfolding my rooftop. You were popping up your camper, all the stuff, right? Boom. All of a sudden, one hour, and our camp was set. And Dave comes over and starts talking to us, and he complimented us on our camp. He's Dude, like, you guys have a that. really good setup mm-hmm. going on here. I thought that was kind of a good compliment. It's yeah, the nylon is- castle. You know, the nylon castle. I mean, it really draws attention to the world. It does. It does. And I compliment you because I think the, the shape of your tent really reminds me of, like, if you're in the Arctic Circle, mm-hmm. kind of up there around those camps, there's dogs everywhere, like the, on the chain, the sled dogs. That's a, That shape of your tent, that's what it looks the like. The snow is like two and a half feet up on the sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of makes almost an yeah. igloo out of it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool. Good tent. The Pineapple Express it's waiting for. That's going to happen in (laughs) an hour and a half. Right. The river and the atmosphere, So they're calling it. So it has been raining. Almost, not quite constantly, but quite a bit. Yesterday was really nice on the water in the boat. Like, we had long stretch. I would say it didn't rain more than it did rain. Yesterday. When we were on the water. Correct. 100%. Correct. Yeah, yesterday was the the day. Yeah. We should have probably hit the water a little earlier. Water conditions, everything yesterday lined up if there was fish in the system we would have not fishing from a boat with the regulations mm-hmm. i think slowed us down a little bit yeah because we did row over a bunch of fishable water yeah yeah because we we didn't know how long it was going to take us to get to the takeout we definitely fished a lot the first 30 minutes <laughs> or three hours <laughs> which is par for the course if it's me <laughs> takes me forever to get through um you know a, a section because i get i just like oh there, this is good this looks good yeah so yeah what do you got for us aaron so I got a couple of notes here. We covered some things. So much like floating a river, you don't know how long it's going to take. Mm-hmm. Caravanning up on a road trip <laughs> somewhere, you don't know how long that's going to take either. <laughs> so we drove. We did not do the uh, most environmentally sensitive uh, vehicle route up here. Three guys, three uh, trucks. Three guys, three mean? trucks. Yeah. How did you guys feel about speed? I thought the speed was um, a little slow. A little slow. Um, we were like the all... speed limit was a little slow. You <laughs> would have wanted to go faster. <laughs> we were nearly going the speed limit. Okay, seems safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first time, first time on a camping trip that that's been the case. Okay. But in your defense, hypothetically, right? You you are the. You, you kind of have the, the, the snail's shell, right? A lot of stuff yes. back there on yeah. that truck. Uh, and your pickup isn't overpowered for the load it's carrying. No. I mean, it says it's a V8. I'm not really sure. You're not convinced. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but we left on time. We did leave on we time. We left on time. It Timing. Was good. You yeah. were there. You were actually 25 minutes early before 10 I was o'clock. early. You were out of the shop about yeah. a half an hour early. Oh, wow. So we were actually, okay. you know, I had the under on the... The meetup time, so we we chugged a little up here, you know. Yeah, had consideration for everybody. You had plenty of time to go to uh, the smokery, the what? The smokehouse. Oh yes, the the meat market. Yeah. Okay. Meat yeah, market. got some uh, smoked meats for mm. for candy treats. It was so good. Yeah. Um, we should have some of those right now. I don't know why we don't. I have got them. some right here actually. If you need some. Yeah. I, uh, no. It's no, in a gold please. can. I'll, I'll hard pass. Have yeah. Uh, Aaron is flush with canned meats right now. Flush. Yeah. So we, so Six we, cans flush. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but two are currently open. Two That's are open. crazy. We got oysters and sardines. The only Oregonian that eats are fresh fish out of a can or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I have well, local... Whatever. Where's that made of? Fish. At? I have jars of trout 
from that, Detroit Lake. And you not missed, with me. That you They're caught. old. They're from 16, 17. I'll ship you some. Yeah, please. Address is in the mail. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait. Can't, I'll be running to my mailbox every day. So we got on the road. Uneventful drive up. Yeah, nice. Zach had nice the fuzz smooth. on him for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, when we left Aberdeen. Aberdeen. You uh, pretty quickly let us know on the radio, hey, uh, just so you know, I've got a officer of the law behind me. <laughs> Which the radio thing was kind of surprising to me because we do have a thing called phones and we can usually text and stuff, but some okay, well, some reason not, we went walkie talkie. I'm not sure well, why we went the walkie talkie. Which I'm That's okay with because I've never used my walkie talkies, and I was excited. Yeah, let's give this a whirl because when I bought them, my yeah. significant other is like, "We have phones. Why do we need walkie talkies?" Right. Right. Love me some walkie talkie on a caravan, I, but you were in the rear. I, that's my job to this year or this trip. <laughs> this I guess trip, you were, you were yeah, the rear guy. Yeah, rear guy. I, I, I thought the the notable things of the drive up were this: um, the discussion of speed. Okay. Uh, and and we did settle on. Well, we we said seventy was fine, and then we realized that actually sixty nine miles an hour was was probably perfect. more appropriate. Yeah. For well, you. until until we were going like two miles per hour for that good stretch. A little bit. But but on the freeway, okay, uh, yeah. There and then uh, there was a wreck, and and so we saw. Uh, hey, you guys, if you're using on track to ship things, you may want to rethink that. Um, we <laughs> they had a rollover. I feel like that thing must have jumped up into the semi to slam <laughs> into the side of it. Yeah, because that was like 14 feet up in the air. Yeah, I don't know, but um, that guy. I did see. Um, there was what appeared to be the driver of the truck was outside, and he was kind of shaking his head as we were driving by. And it was either the police officer or somebody that was there to respond was kind of patting him on the shoulder, like, "Hey, you're you're going to be all right." Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad that he was okay. That's good. Um, so, but it was it caused a little delay, <clears throat> and then uh, you know the other s- notable thing must have been all of the museums and hatcheries that we passed uh, we had that we tu- didn't get to stop at. We had a tour guide with us who would conveniently just mention all these roadside attractions yeah it would have taken me twice as long had i been with a different crew Dude. there was definitely a lot of uh to your left hey there's a railroad museum over just so yeah. you know and then there would be radio silence for a bit we didn't get that we didn't get that I just keep driving yeah transmission not received yeah <laughs> Okay, so it wasn't the museum, so it was, what else might it have been? Well, I, I, we, we stopped in Aberdeen to fuel up. I mean, we stopped in many places to fuel up. We, did, we stopped twice, three times, to fuel up. Three times. And we're driving five hours at the most. On the, at the outset, it was five hours. Yeah. Um, and to be, f- to be fair, the Aberdeen to the next stop was about... An hour and a half. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That's maybe. about all I can go, though, and in that truck, and I'm down to half a tank. So, so I we, think it's a quarter at this point. If, if the needle moves, you're like, we need to pull over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my point. That's where I'm getting. <laughs> is that I said, hey, Aberdeen is our last chance for fuel and... For, you know, it's a town. It's a big town with stores and everything. So we've got fuel. We were going to fill up propane. I got. I realized that I had forgotten the water that I was supposed to bring. So I go into Safeway, grab some water. I come out. We're all ready to go. We get on the road. Or no, I get back in my truck to get on the radio. And you go, hey, we need to find some propane. Yeah. I've been talking about propane since we left. Yeah. Propane. So, so we, 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 we passed... 
a couple opportunities for propane because Safeway had propane, right? No, nope. no, no propane. No, they did not. Nope. But we did pass a perfectly good gas station with propane in Aberdeen. Liberty had there propane. There was a lot going on there. There was like an in-town thing. I'm looking for more of a country gas station feel. I didn't realize that was part of it. So, so I'm kind of on the radio going, I know Aaron, and he is going to be thinking about propane nonstop yes. right now. And so we, and so I told you, I said, don't stop, dude. Don't pass up another propane opportunity. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure, because I was prepared just to turn around. We were only a couple miles away. I was prepared to go back. You didn't call out the propane until after we drove by the propane. I was watching it the whole time, and you were in front by that, so I yeah. knew you'd seen it. I didn't see it, so we missed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stay silent. Thing. The big, there, we, right as you come up to, we kept within driving. two blocks, the big pro white propane tank, the filler tank. Yeah. I mean, is on the corner. So you can mass- see this when we you turn the corner. You conveniently left out the well, very first gas station we stopped at to get propane. Which had the propane it was out. tanker delivering yeah. propane. Delivering. And I went there, and I filled up, and I checked my tire pressure, and I checked the <laughs> oh, tire oil. Pressure. I didn't know this was happening. I checked the oil in the truck. You know, I did a full walk around, yeah. just waiting to get some propane. Mm-hmm. Luckily, he, Bryce was getting smashers. smashers. Yeah. So. I went through Burgerville. <laughs> but the lady told me, she said, it's going to be about 20 minutes. And I said... If I know these guys, I know they, they're they not going to wait for that. So I didn't realize that part. You just said that they don't have propane. I was like, all right. So we rolled out, you know. We're so trying. we're now driving through the rainforest. No towns in sight. Yeah, I mean, I knew Queets was coming up mm-hmm. with a very nice little market and gas station with propane. But was that on the road? To the campground. But that would have been the last gas station with propane before we got here. And I didn't want to drive all the way to Forks. So I said, out of an abundance of caution, mm-hmm. let's just hit up this little one. Yeah. Just, just a little bit off the road. Two miles out. Just a little bit off the so, road. So, yeah. So then this is the point where I started to get onto you a little bit. Because we had passed up about four museums at this point. And you go, hey, just so you know, there's a little ranger station area, gas station over here. And let's, why don't we go over there and see if they have propane? And so we decided to drive the couple, two, three miles off the road because we got to make sure you have enough propane. But I started thinking, you look at your computer power in your battery and get a little worried when it's at 80%. Yeah. And so I started thinking, phone, phone, same thing, right? I go, Aaron has propane. He wouldn't have left his house without propane. Oh, I was not empty. Right. This is what I'm talking about. And I go, that dude, he doesn't need propane. He could make it all weekend and probably next weekend on what he has. And so we go to the Possibly. gas station, right? And the guy, uh, it was one of those gas stations where there, uh, there's a little, um, a little, uh, Shop, you know, a mechanic shop there. Straight out of a '80s movie. Yeah, you could film this. Yeah, and it, it would it would work. It was perfect. That guy had a hanky. That guy had a hanky. <laughs> yeah, in his pocket of his yeah. overalls. Maybe a Fu Manchu also, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like he had long. There was long hair somewhere. I it was I was from a distance. When we pulled up, he made himself look busy by pulling out the <laughs> air compressor to air out the engine. He was yeah. 
Well, he went back or, to air compressing. Know. He went back to air compressing because right when he let the story continue, but he went so, back to it. So he didn't want to. He didn't want us asking him for anything. Is what the impression you got? Directions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so. A- Sidebar. That's an, the best thing about Washington is that you pull up, you pump your own gas. Right. I I agree. So you're at three quarters full. You just fill it up, top it off, add about seven bucks, and nobody even judges you. And to be fair, no one. You've never rolled in a gas station and asked for propane where the guy hasn't rolled his eyes. That oh, is the true. worst yeah. job. No matter yeah, where you go, you like yeah, I, yeah. You, if, if you open the back of your truck and get a five gallon propane out, I agree. Yeah. The guy's like, it's your turn. It's your turn. Nobody They're fighting wants the job. In the bo- where they're dealing with a screwdriver and a flammable liquid yeah. that blows a cloud in their face. It's the worst. It's, Correct. The, it's obviously the worst gas pumping job. I've never experienced any of this, but that's no one wants to do that job. Yeah. So no one's excited to do it. And then the story True. continues. So then, so Aaron rolls up and he he goes, "Hey, can I get some propane?" And and he he's like, "Fine." Kind of an answer. Yeah. You know? Just set it over there. I'll get to it. So you're it. there's um, no rush in the country. And what is your propane tank? Three, three two and a half, two and a half yeah. gallons. Uh, so he, <laughs> he he comes over with your tank a couple minutes later, and he goes, "Here's your point seven gallons." <laughs> he was so upset, so upset. This guy was just like, <laughs> no, he was totally fine. Now I went that's in not the vibe I got. He and was I, and I was about annoyed. fifty yards away. He was so annoyed. I went in and you. paid. <laughs> Yeah, he was. Uh, Did he, he estimate your your uh, the charge for you be- yeah, just because con- country math? He's like, listen, country you, money. You barely even. You didn't need a gallon. We barely even cracked the tap open on the tank, yeah. and it was full. <laughs> He's like, screwdriver in, it's blowing in my face. <laughs> Yeah, he, so, I, he probably was just it, like, please leave. Yeah. He probably did it twice just to make sure. He's like, this can't be point seven, right? My my machine <laughs> must be broken. Welcome to Aaron. It's kind of like oh. when they ask you at the gas station. Oh, oh, only only nine gallons? And you're like, yep. I've gotten the habit of proactively telling them how much I anticipate it's going to take. Oh. It's like, yeah. it's just a just a six-gallon top-off. And then they get done. Then they're not and, annoyed. Yeah. Because if you don't, they wait around and they're like, does six gallons sound right? Yeah, and something went wrong. No. The, the pump shut off. But I got that math done ahead of time. Exactly know what it's going to be. That should be your first clue. I think what you like do. Like, you're, you're going too early. If they say, sir, yeah. it's only three gallons. Yeah. Mm, that's, no. If they ask you that, talk talk to tell that to all the people that got stuck in the ri- ice and snowstorm yeah, last that's, week. Well, th- you know no what? Gas. That's <laughs> there's other issues there. I think uh, you handed me a gas can though mm-hmm. in camp. Just hey, you got room in your truck to store this for a bit? Yeah, because when your gas when your rig only gets nine miles per gallon, you mm. got to have a backup plan. That's true. That's true. And you got to be a little more proactive about it. I don't have that fancy computer that says you got seven hundred more miles to go till yeah. empty. Yeah, but you do have like experience in math on your side. I've heard of math. Yeah, I mean I'm not good at math, but I do know about how many miles I can get to my tank. But you know if you're coming up here, like the whole round trip thing if you're three quarters you can still go 200 miles so that guy though i'd be friends with that guy at the gas station you would yeah i don't think he'd be friends with you well i feel like in a non-work environment we would have a lot in common a lot of like doing nothing i tend to agree 
Okay. A lot of like maybe just sit there and have a snooze. That's true. He was definitely relaxed before we rolled in. Yeah. Any job though where you can wear an overall? Yeah. It's a good job in my book. Yeah, for sure. It's good stuff. So I think just moving forward, when you roll up to get propane, just say, hey, top off, it's a .7 gallon. You know, I always up. tell them that. I always <laughs> say, I'm just topping this off. I don't know how much it's going to take. Mm. I'm just topping it off. Mm. And to be honest, I didn't know you could do that, actually, with propane. I thought you had to wait it, like, empty it completely, it and then refill. I didn't know you could top off propane. No, that's only if you buy the full tank and you just exchange it. Yeah. Yeah, then you want to get your money's worth. See, that's I right. still didn't know that. You I run guess it I out run... until your barbecue goes goes to crap because you forgot to get propane. Correct. I yeah, have the then, five o'clock yeah. that propane never, runner. For but that sure. never yeah. happens at a good time. Yeah, the guests that's are waiting. The worst time. Yeah. Never. But I, I feel like people will understand though because they're like, "Oh yeah, you're a normal human being. The propane's out. You need to run to Shell and grab some propane. You'll be back in twenty. Yeah. I didn't know you could top off your propane tank, and I. <laughs> Yeah. I guess that's new to me. Yeah. Now you've learned. See, well, actually, this I got to eat my words. You've this is helped. a very informational podcast. Yeah, you've helped Zach. Learn <laughs> we should be under news and information. Okay. Well, we, we'll change the, the category there. <laughs> good, good. Uh, All, right. All right. Well, we got this fire going. It's pouring down rain. Let's, uh, let's eat some stuff and, and then see where we're at. All right. Let's do it. One of my favorite things about camping, yeah, other than napping, is the eating. A hundred percent. And so, uh, thanks for thanks for setting that up tonight. Uh, I'm going to be your camp chef. Mm. Um, and so tonight's menu uh, is bacon wrapped filet mignon. Wow. Uh, with Idaho's best instant mashed potatoes oh i love the creaminess of the instant i know people are either like yeah. instant yeah. or real right i'm an instant guy oh really yeah i'll eat both it doesn't matter okay. i so we discovered uh on a camping trip this summer amy brought some instant potatoes threw them in because we had them in the pantry and the last thing we had left was some hot dogs and and these potatoes and it was kind of like, ah, we'll just make it and it turned out to be quite a treat and so i wanted to treat you guys and so that's my dinner tonight so we'll be having that that's gonna be good yeah i have you know this will be um you know a nice rub for the meat uh i've got garlic i've got butter we're gonna be cooking them in cast iron with butter and some leftover bacon grease from breakfast so i mean these will when you take a bite your mouth will just sing it's gonna be good it's gonna be good you have butter and garlic Mm mm-hmm That'd have been good on that last treat. Well, I I didn't know until we were into it, and so that I couldn't. We were into it. I, I tell avoid. you what, those were not nearly as good as the Scotch eggs. So they were on the ground. So so far we've had um, quesadillas. Quesadilla with multiple types of sauces. Let's not go there. I don't there. know anything about how it is with the other sauce. <laughs> don't step on the chef's sauce, yeah, I guess. What, I learned that really quick. What, yeah, what Zach learned was. <laughs> don't bring your own sauce to the party. <laughs> you're going to offend the cook if you substitute something. Zach, do you want to tell us about night. those? Well, yeah, I tried a new little camping idea where I made scotch eggs, which I found out were pretty easy. Super. Hard-boiled some eggs, wrapped it in some natural breakfast sausage and you prepped it all this ahead of because i think some people might not know what a scotch egg is okay so a scotch egg i hard boiled the egg and i did a soft boil was was my goal 
Is that um, about an eight minute? Yeah, boil? eight to nine minutes after mm-hmm. the water is boiling, and then let that cool down, dry the egg off, and then wrap it in a Jimmy Dean breakfast sausage. Mm. So pretty easy. Mm. Yeah. And then do your basic fry batter, which is flour, egg, into a panko breadcrumb. Mm. And I did that the day before we went camping. So we didn't you wrap them, them like in a wax paper. Or parchment I just put paper? them in a container. I put some parchment paper down just because you did do the parchment paper. I did yeah. that. I, I probably move. didn't need to. I'll be honest. I think just normally because they're dry. Yeah. Right. So, but my luck. If you want to put it on Pinterest, you got to have parchment paper. I just never. <laughs> I've never done it before, so I was, didn't want to get here and like it, it all stuck together. So I just. Side of caution. When it's when all the scotch eggs are stuck together, that's one scotch egg. That's true. <laughs> and then I got to worry about splitting it three ways, and, and, and I think splitting three ways never really works oh. well. And so you also had some sauces for those too, right? I, I just went mustard, and then just I, meh, mustard. Just some Pretty good mustard. Just good mustard. It was just, um like whole. What? How do you stone ground or yeah, something? Stone yeah, stone ground. That was a good just your mustard. normal. You got to see the seeds. Yeah, so you don't really? want yellow mustard. Yeah, you don't, yeah. You don't have That's... mustard seeds in there. Then you also had another one. Did some pulled pork to follow that. I, I definitely no, but I put the other sauce from. Oh, the you pork. barbecue. You put yeah. the barbecue on the scotch eggs. Yeah, yeah. which was we delicious. both did. Oh, I didn't know. Realize once we tried it and you were over here two cooking, was... we're just like dousing it in the barbecue <laughs> yeah. sauce. Round two is the barbecue. I sauce. I don't even like barbecue sauce. Well, barbecue sauce. You just gotta take your favorite barbecue sauce and then tweak it a little bit. Add some apple cider vinegar, some brown sugar. Some mustard, mm. some so, spice. I'm a spice guy. Okay. Yeah, so that was great. Into your dinner. So that was our appetizer. Yeah, we started with that. Oh. Easy prep, by the way. Best thing, hard-boiled at home, yeah. wrap it in sausage. Honestly, the prep took, I wouldn't say, more than 20 minutes. Wow. Wow. Done. Really? Yeah. Because you just did the raw sausage. Yeah, you use raw sausage and then get the flour and, and flour put the panko on it. And then it was it held for two days. I mean, it was two days prior. No, so no. definitely going to do that again. It was a win. When it, when is that? Because I'll be there. Well, next camping trip. We haven't discussed that okay. with the with all the viewers. <laughs> next business meeting, camping trip. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then you had prepared pulled pork. Again, just the day two days prior, cook it. Yeah. Put it in a foil, cash and carry container. Yeah. And just heated so everything's up. just heated up and go. Yeah, love you know? that. And that's, I mean, that honestly, yeah, it's good to grill stuff or use the the, the cast iron to cook things or whatever. But a, a properly pre, like warmed up pre cooked meal is is great. I love it. It's just easy. That's one of the things is you're constantly managing prep time yeah. and cooking versus benefit of making something. You know, because you don't just want to have. Something that's easy to go and not eat well. You want to eat well, but yeah. you don't want to spend all your time cooking. Totally. Yeah. And knowing you're going to be on the river, this trip was about steelhead fishing and getting out and trying to chase the unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we didn't want to come home and spend two hours preparing something where it's more yeah. or less, are we, are we chop, hungry chop, now? Chop, chop, chop. In exactly. a half hour, we have three meals, you know, so. Mm. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. So, mm. and then we follow it up tonight with some Tonight's some steak. Meal. Yeah. Then maybe a dessert, I hear. Yeah, I'm going to, I do have a dessert. So we're prepping the fire right now. We need some good coals. Um, and that's going to be awesome. So hopefully we can, hopefully the rain isn't going to be too bad. Um, and it doesn't put our fire out. What rain? <laughs> I didn't notice it. This rain. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh, welcome back to Bryce and Aaron do weather. Last week we talked about snow and ice. Yeah. Freezing rain. Yeah, that was a good. It all came true. Yeah, worked out. Not not for everybody. <laughs> well, it's true <laughs> for those that were prepared. Yeah. You know. Uh, I mean, I look at it as an opportunity to prepare for the next event we're going to have. Because some people, you yeah. know, have generators. Some people, you know, yeah. are prepared for a power outage of multiple days. Some people right. were not. Right. Yeah. That well, and then um, you know there was a road closure in front of my house for a few hours. People, when it starts freezing, raining, that's when you stop driving. Mm. Um, and so we had actually gone out for a walk, and then um, on our way back from our kind of walk and drive through town, we had to go the long way. And the curves by my house were closed on either side, so we barely got home. But, yeah, mm. we did get home, but there were people decided to drive into the ditch. So yeah. so that was the snowstorm. It was a good snowstorm, though. It, it was legit. Driving the snow and the ice and yeah. the rain and freezing yeah. rain. So today, uh, we take it to Bryce with the weather. <laughs> Tonight's weather. <laughs> uh, tonight we're expecting a, what do we call it? A, pineapple Express is a what they're pineapple calling Express. Atmospheric, atmospheric River. Atmospheric River. That's yeah. the one. We have an atmospheric river. Direct hit. That will literally be direct hit on us. Yeah. So we were looking at our weather apps today, and from 10 o'clock till 2, isn't it? Yeah, a quarter inch. We're expecting a quarter inch an hour of rain. <laughs> yeah, something like 2.6 inches yeah. total for the day. Yeah. Yeah, and then it won't stop raining, raining until midday on Tuesday. So it's mm. Sunday right now, <laughs> which means we are going to be continually being rained on. We will be home by then, though. Potentially. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't get a beautiful rainforest like, it, like this without a bunch of rain. If Correct. it wasn't rainy, it wouldn't be so green and mossy. Yeah. If well, it wasn't this rainy, you could cut the wood and burn it. What we've been impressed with is the condition of the roads here is incredible. In, yeah. Insane. I don't I know Beautiful. How. Beautiful gravel roads, it's, and it rains so much here. So, Zach, your theory was that the, the forest um, absorbs the rain instead yeah. of it running off. Yeah, you don't see any runoff on the road. And you yeah. go to hmm. our glorious Mount Hood, even on a rainy day, yeah. that water will, you see it run right down the gravel roads. Yeah. yeah. Are we talking forest management policy here? Um, you know <laughs> this what? Is good. This is good. Let's be get some my, notes. Uh, All right. But yes. Okay. Just well, eyeball I think, test. Eyeball I think, test. I think up here you have a more intact old growth rainforest. Absolutely. Correct. It just you sucks don't, the water. It's a sponge. Yeah. There's no, you don't see any runoffs. There's no, yeah. we've a couple of puddles in the campground on the low spots, but yeah. in general on the roads and stuff, there's no runoff. Well, even yeah. in our camp puddles, it's not really that muddy. The mud is basically decomposed leaves and pine needles and stuff. And so it's not like clay mud. And so it just washes off your shoes as you walk around the. As you hit your welcome mat up to your tent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wipes off really well. There still needs to be a staging area to your tent. There does. This yeah. weekend yeah. because it is is wet. <laughs> There's no joke about that. Yeah, so atmospheric river. That's the... That's well, the thank forecast. you, Bryce. Yeah. It's the weather to for you. tonight. Back to you, Aaron. Yeah, so Zach brought 
he brought some scotch on this trip to scotch, to warm scotch, our bellies. Scotch. And so we're going to do a little scotch camp cooler. How about that? Camp cocktail. Camp cocktail. Mm, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Correct. So today we're drinking Glendronic. Correct. Uh, original 12. Glendronic? 12-year. 12, 12 Glendronic. Uh, it's matured in the finest Pedro... What does this say? Zimenez? Jimenez? I think that's, it's Jimenez. That's a when tequila you, region. Yeah, when you... Region of Mexico. There's an X and Jimenez. H. Jimenez? I, you're going to... I don't know. And I, I don't know much except for an X is an X. I'll read the tasting notes. How about okay. that on the back? Should we do a voice? Yeah. We'll do our finest. Finest Scottish. If we can. All right. I'll try not to go from Scottish to Irish. I'll try not to. But it's hard. It's kind of a fluid thing. They'll appreciate it either way. All right. Let me just ask a question here, Zach. For a Scotch whiskey, I envision it being like, like a evening warmer. Like you drink it in the den, next to the fireplace, after dinner aperitif. A little cold out here. Is this affecting any of the characteristics of the Bev? I don't. Well, Scotch is one of those things where, depending on what you like, and it's an acquired taste of what area. So some of it's really smoky, some of it's not very smoky. Our first one we're going to try today has no smoke or no peat okay. in it at all. Which is no moss. Yeah, which is no moss. That's what peat is, is deep pond moss it's smoked. Um, so you're not going to get a lot of that. It's going to be more clear. So, so you smoke people, the moss and then you put the whiskey through, correct. filter it through the, mo- the it goes moss? In, it goes into the, the, the process, yes. Okay, okay. It's uh, So you're not going to... A scotch drinker usually isn't consuming a, a ton of it yeah so it's, an ideal tasting temp might be 37 i would say room temperature i think that's the temp in our room right that's, now that's the room is that's what we're gonna go with <laughs> this room yeah this room is it really i mean is there's even a little bit of rainwater in it if we're lucky and it'll kind of mellow Unfolds it out holds the mm. flavor yeah all right are you ready ready yeah. for these tasting notes we'll see what happens deep in the highland hills the Glendronach Distillery has been quietly perfecting sherry wood maturation since 1826. Our founder, James Arderdice, whatever you say his name, built his distillery in fertile landscape of Forg Valley. It named it Glendronach, which means Valley of the Brambles in Scottish Gaelic. Here, he discovered the rich depths of sherry wood maturation marrying Scottish spirit to Spanish cask. Little has changed over the centuries. Our craftsmen used these same Irish mash turn, wooden washbacks, and saxophone copper pot stills as their forefathers did. Our signature expression, the Glendronic 12 years old, epitomizes our unyielding dedication to the mastery of our craft, matured in fine Pedro Jimenez and Oloroso sherry casks from someplace in Spain. <laughs> this richly sherried Highland, cask, Highland single malt Scotch whiskey presents smooth vanilla, soft fruits, and memorably long nutty finish for which it has become renowned. Slant. We're going to get a lot of sherry cast from this. Not so much your typical scotch. You're going to get 
You're gonna smell that kind of sherry up right up front. I can smell kind of, it. Kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can smell that right away. It's not gonna be big overpower of the peat like what you would normally. Hmm. <sighs> okay. That's better than most of the moss ones that I have. <laughs> not, you're not a liquid smoke guy. Not a fan of the liquid smoke guy, but that's pretty good. Sweet. Hmm. Still a little warm for scotch. It has that scotch warmth. It was not warm. Mine wasn't warm. It's 96 proof. You don't mean temperature. T- not temperature, just more on on your on your throat and your back of your palate. Oh, definitely yeah. warms your belly all the mm. way down. Yeah. That's a good one. Ooh, that's pretty tasty. Very very easy drinking if you're looking for something that's not over look smoky. I, I hate to I should say PD, but the people that look at scotches. Yeah. This is a good entry level Quality, very good quality scotch. Mm. Now, why do they come in the can again? Do you know? I, I, I this think is the tube, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah the tube. This, this was a discussion earlier, and we're not really. Sh- no one ever has their own opinion. I'd imagine it is only for ship for shipping, and then also oh. presentation. I, I do think I like the shipping thing, but I do think it's a marketing yeah deal. Makes and it, plus, makes if it you're going to be spending. Fancy. I don't know what these are. Seventy-five, a hundred bucks, or something yeah. on a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, like you're gonna want some neat presentation. Yeah, it's like a beer with a wax top, you know. Correct. Yeah. And when you order, you don't order cases of scotch. You order bottles of scotch. Yeah. So like the can, the um, retailer doesn't have to order twelve at a time. Oh, okay. They can order one at a time. That the this is the box. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that would also help explain the protection because they're not always in a case. Just because the price. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we're talking a lot of these scotches, a good mid-level scotch is $70. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's a not only an investment, but, oh, well, CC's but they don't have everywhere. to buy 24 at a time. They're gotcha. buying, they can buy three at a time. Makes sense. It's no Fleischmann's. Correct. It's <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. That's All right. Great. Thanks for bringing that. Well, that's great. All right, so that was a 12, 12 year, and it's Glendronic. And this here is an 18. We're going to do a second one here. So, Zach, thank you so much for bringing this stuff. The weather has definitely continued to get... Taking a turn for the worse here. <laughs> it's getting a little wetter. Um, all right, so we're still in Glendronic, and this is the 18... So is this the same? Does this all start with the same base, and one is for twelve years, and one is for eighteen years, and gives it the nuance? Or are these different products that go into the barrels? I think they are blended definitely differently. This is gonna have a little bit more peat in it, but yes, definitely the same. We have a treat to actually we have a candy to try prior, and I really think you should do that. It's an orange. I just had chocolate. the candy. Did you are try you a piece? Yeah. Kind of cleanse the palate, then try the scotch, and it really cleanse the palate. It kind of opens the palate up to really enjoy the notes of this aged scotch, yeah. for sure. I mean, the yeah. only thing on my palate was some smoked oysters. Yeah. Which is super unfortunate. Should probably lick the ground and try over. Yeah. <laughs> go grab a pine cone and kind of go clint- <laughs> chew on that for a minute. All right. So, our tasting notes. Appearance, bright, deep gold with tawny center. Nose is lovely and sweet. Fudge. Fruit compote and glacier Moreto cherries. Fabulously complex. On the palate will be a remarkable flavor of stewed fruits and allspice, aged oloroso and toasted walnut bread combined with chocolate orange. 
with a finish tremendously complex and long. Yeah, this is a amazing smooth scotch. It's just pr- so well balanced all the way through. So good, man. This just the nose like alone. No, oh, it's it really hot. doesn't overpower itself all the way through. A little the, hot. Is it? You're gonna get that. It's scotch, it's so you're gonna get a little. It's gonna be on the back. You're gonna feel a little alcohol. I think an ice cube, probably a little bit of water, would probably tone that down. Mm. I'm telling you. But balanced, you can't really beat a balanced mm. scotch. I mean, it's so balanced. It's from the top to the bottom. That is delicious. But you can oh, and it does have a long finish. Wow. But it kind of starts and kind of starts and finishes the same though. You don't get a lot of variances Mm-mm. on the tasting notes. It's very balanced from the so good. And with that little chocolate orange, that I, really it goes with it. it real yeah, well. you guys got more chocolate. Mm-hmm. I think so. There's a whole other row. Courtesy of <laughs> our friends at Bymart, I heard today. I've learned oh. a little candy you know, a secret. Key- this this is a perfect segue. A key to a good camping trip is is the treats, right? The candy treats, uh, for me. Yeah, you gotta have a good treat when you're when you're camping. You know, some candy treats, sweet treats. Mm. Um, so we've had so far we've had uh, chocolate, those jellied chocolate sticks. Uh, mm-hmm. We've had the dark chocolate with orange, and we've had um, the milk chocolate with raspberry. Those are good. Mm-hmm. Um. What other tree? Oh, we had Australian licorice, the the red one. Mm-hmm. Super good. Are we talking about sweets or are we talking about treats? Sweet treats. We oh, sweet treats. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's there's meat treats. There's sweet treats. I didn't know if we were going to go through the meat treats. We can we can do that if you want. Okay. We've had um, but before we do that, like we got what's your candy sweet treat? All right. So we've these got, are limited edition, only available for a certain amount of time. I was surprised the other day when I found these in the store. These are Robin Eggs by Whoppers. They're only available for Easter. So they're pretty much just a Whopper with it's colored a, decoration. It's a Whopper mm-hmm. that for, made for Easter. Okay. Yeah, I and I am a big Whopper fan. What's it called when we do Sounds of Eating? What's the word? ASMR. ASMR. Here we go. You ready? You get a Whopper milkshake? I don't know what a Whopper milkshake is, but I would probably I'd try it. But if you go to like... The little candy stores or whatever in like small towns, you can get a milkshake, but you can ask for a Whopper. Mm. Are you talking about Dairy Queen? No, no, we're talking like um, in Florence, Oregon. There's a BJ's, like candy shop. That's ice cream and taffy. Oh. You can get old style milkshakes, like a little. Uh, What's yeah, the one where you can get ice Sun cream River out has of the got big, the big tubs. Yeah, Sun River's got a, like a little candy store, like. But they have like you can get. I don't a malt, know. I would a malted malt. milkshake. A malted milk. Yeah. Not a Whopper milkshake. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> How's the rain getting inside oh, you the can. tent? Like, look, you, you can. If you look at the inside the tent, it's actually coming through the Velcro. How's that happening? <laughs> I can see the levels on our microphone constantly with the rain. Oh, sweet treats, meat treats. Sweet right, so treats. what were the meat treats? Pepperoni or pepperoni so Pepperoni, pepperoni teriyaki, uh, white, and jalapeno White's meat cheese. market, uh, jalapeno cheddar, mm-hmm. pepperoni, and then the teriyaki pepperoni. I, I like the teriyaki, I'm not going to lie. That was, yeah. that was surprisingly Very delicious. Good. Yeah. Mm. Like, it, it literally tastes like meat candy. Uh-huh. Mm. Unbelie- unbelievable. 
And then um, that's also where I got the steaks. Um, but but then what other meat treats? Aaron, you you don't go anywhere without without canned meat. Meat treats. Yeah, smoked oysters. Uh huh. Sardines. Mm-hmm. I tried an oyster and that was awful. It was awful. Yeah. I I oh. would much prefer a fresh one. Was it smoky? It, I, I, I no, say, no. It was just it was just <laughs> mushy, is what it was. It's slightly stringy. You chew them. Uh, just the edge. Just you, the edge of the oyster. You chew the oyster. Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. don't swallow it like you do a fresh oyster. Mm-mm. Like okay, I, okay. Let's talk about that for a second. I'll chew a fresh oyster. Oyster shooters. That is not. Why? What's the point then of a raw oyster just sliding down your throat with some Tabasco and lemon juice? I don't understand the, the... I've done them. I've had them. I don't... But then later, I'm like, wait, we didn't even taste that. We paid like 12 bucks or whatever. I don't get it. Well, I would say I could be doing it wrong, <laughs> but uh, the the salt water gives you a flavor. Mm-hmm. The oyster itself has a flavor, for sure. Yeah, but we swallow it so quickly. You don't, Maybe you should swish it around. Have you tried chewing it? <laughs> Not a raw one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No way. No. Yeah, on the extra larges. Oh, my gosh. All you get is that gooey center of nastiness. That's the guts of the oyster. Well, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think it's all about the, how the salt water taste and just kind of how balanced. Because the smaller the oyster, the better it's going to be. Then it's again, like, yes, you're not, I agree. You're not chewing it. It's like the yes. wine from a specific region. You get the flavors of the soil. Mm-hmm. I think you're so. saying the oyster... Brings with it the taste of the ocean and the salt water. Yeah, if you have one that's as big as a baseball, it's not going to be very good. You have yeah. a small one, the salt water, for some reason, mouth presence, it's better. Where's the best oyster? Where are they grown? I have no clue. Washington kills it up here. Can Washington this way back. Shelton area has Shelton. Shelton's got mm-hmm. some big oysters for sure. They got an oyster fest up there. Shelton. Yeah, where we the, can where stop the oysters on the way back. grow like the wine of Walla Walla. Yeah. That's a t-shirt all day long. Yeah. I, I might have it. I'll have to look through my drawer. I might have it. <laughs> this is good. Well, hey, mm. this has been an extended version of Camp Cocktail. Oh, rainy out here. going to be so... Oh, Super rainy. Oh, 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 here's two things about camping. <laughs> That we've talked about. Okay. Camp, this is this segment might be called Camp Bathroom. Oh, wow. Camp Toilet. Uh, I mean, in my camper, I have, I'd say it's a half bath. A half bath? Four bottles. <laughs> because, because you can only really do half, you can only really do half your biz. But the nice I'm thing not, about this. I'm not happy about this. The nice thing about this place here is that there's a, a a very nice facility just a couple spots over. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> so this is a pit toilet they have here. And not only that, it's a cement floored pit toilet. Yeah, but the, it's a good one. The lock on the door works. Yeah. There's toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of joke that it's not really camping unless they're... If there's a toilet, you know, <laughs> but it's kind of nice to have a toilet. Would you agree, Zach? 
Yeah, so it was one of our discussions coming up to this place, you said you found a place but it didn't have a toilet. And, uh, what do you think, there was, guys? There was uh, two out of three people that like, wrote back either you have the wrong address. Right or, on the river, though. That was a great spot right on yeah, the river. I have to agree. Alan's Bar. <laughs> the, the location was amazing. Yeah, no toilet. No toilet. Yeah. But these facilities here are nice. Yeah, they're you good. don't even have to pay like a fee or anything. Sometimes at a state park, you have to pay a couple bucks to go to the bathroom or a shower or something. Oh, okay, Whatever yeah, yeah, it is. yeah. Right. Once right. they start charging, yeah. I'm over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you on that one. So <laughs> yeah, the I the pit toilet is, I think. Well, but that's just it. It's like it's you see one when you pull in, you're like, okay, it's not a wooden shack because in these yeah. DNR campgrounds, I have been to campgrounds that I love. That it is literally a wooden four-sided thing with a rickety door, and 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 it is awful, right? It's not good. So when you see this one that has a cement pad and it's got a locking door and yeah. it has toilet paper stocked, I'm just like rejoicing. Having said that, there are some insecurities or I don't know things to consider. Considerations. Yes, considerations. So I came back earlier from. You know, just a scouting trip over to the pit toilet. You're the first one. I think that's I think that's the biggest thing is you need someone from your camp to go over, do a, you know what, it's 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 fine. Yeah, it's a medium. You, you never gotta, it's you never fine. Load, you gotta it's load your fine. pockets Stars with is the review. Yeah. You gotta it's, load it's your three pockets and a half with start. paper that's towels. That's the best. A pig gonna be three and a half. Toilet paper just in case because you always assume that it's out. Always. Um, but this one was actually pretty clean. Yeah. So I started thinking about, you know, while I was in the facility, you know, what are the things going through my mind? And I came back and I asked you guys, yeah. what do you think about when you're using a pit toilet or porta potty? Might porta john might be another one. Yeah. You know, like is there going to be hand sanitizer? Might right. be a consideration. Okay, so is someone going to walk in. I have different thoughts that go through my mind when it, when it's a porta potty or a pit toilet, because the pit toilet is it, it it's more permanent right it's more permanent can you hear me over there i couldn't quite hear you over the rain the rain it is, is bad right now we loud. are we are in our fire is hating it right now okay, we're our, struggling at this our point our dessert is, is looking is very looking <laughs> okay so anyway back to considerations for a pit toilet versus a porta potty yeah they're different in huh. my mind cuz Porta potties are so there's so many chemicals in the water that it's it's a, it's a fairly um, pest free environment down in where the business goes right and and because yeah. it's just full of chemicals now spiders love these places right they go up in the corners make their webs in the porta potties pit toilets oh, above the toilet above the toilet yeah, yeah. both mm-hmm. pit toilets. It's kind of a bug party. It's like a bug haven. Yeah. And so the primary thought in my mind when I go and sit on a pit toilet is, is will a fly f- fly up into my goose you? You're going to get goosed by a fly? I don't I don't, I don't want to get goosed by a fly. I don't need that ever. Thinking. Okay. And I also think about spiders. Like if they, if they would crawl, if they would be there waiting to like bite my butt. Huh, that is not on my top three at all. That's really? interesting. No. Because my concern oh, for the porta potty and the pit toilet are the same in the sense that 
I'm wondering what's going to fall out of my pockets oh, yes. into yes. the pit. That you know? is a consideration. And then it, it doesn't matter whether I'm in a port john or a pit toilet. Yeah. I ain't going in. I mean, you might. At what point do you, like, if you lose your wallet, do you yeah. try and fashion up, like, a coat hanger and some sticks? Yeah. Or your phone? Like, phone. at what point phone do you say, even if I get it, I'm not going to use it again? So, I, um, I've talked to people that, that work, that do, like, the suction or whatever they clean out those things mm-hmm. and and like they've they've recovered phones for people and and yeah i i wouldn't even go that far it's you lost it, it i it it's got gone. stolen or lost it's at the, that point the it's story gone. at that point is I, it got stolen or lost when um, i was younger one of our friends as a family lost their oakley sunglasses oakley's. and that was back in were these prob- back in the day of like the jose canseco oh i would say mid 80s i was young oh so like the angle on the side I, i'm not sure what they look like but they were that was you spent a lot of money for that these is Oakley jose sunglasses. Canseco in his in his sweet spot and i'm okay. i'm pretty sure the story says she fished them out she dove in mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. like somebody held her ankle. i don't know who how the fishing happened but the story is that it was fished out and the to wear Dude. those sunglasses probably for the rest of the week. So many ways to go wrong there. What's so. the thing that you got to put those in to sterilize them? You know what? I would say your mind has to sterilize first <laughs> because you're going to know where your glasses have been. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> More than Same. anything. I don't think, no, because you're not going to know. A little lake wash, and they're back to normal probably. <laughs> oh, but you God. know what's oh, on your nose. Okay. Yep. So your concerns, Zach. <laughs> Was one that we hadn't considered. What was your first concern in a pit uh, people? Toilet? I don't. I people. Yeah, I'd rather go to the bathroom in a porta potty where the the green turns to red on the handle. Oh, okay. The, oh. On these pit toilets, there's not a lot, so you're gonna get. So you're gonna get the guy running from the campground that's got to go, and yeah. he's gonna force. He's gonna try to push barge in. He's not gonna do it once. He's gonna do it three or four times just to make sure that thing is locked. See, and that ruins. That ruins. That's so even just, if he I'm doesn't out. get in, you're you're freaking out. He's shaking the door. Oh, oh, and you're done. That that no one wants that shake of the door when you're doing your business. <laughs> yeah. That is As not a general practice. I tend to give the courtesy knock whether I'm going to a porta potty, or a pit toilet, or a wherever. I don't think I'm that's... giving a courtesy knock, and yeah. then I'm going to the door. I'm giving anybody in there the opportunity to say occupied. I don't think that's the first yeah. move of a lot of people. A lot of people is the push. They push the door to see if it'll open. I, I love that you toilet. say occupied. I, I'm usually like I'm in here. I'm in here. <laughs> you don't say occupied? <laughs> occupied. Usually you're so startled that you're like, oh, don't, yeah. don't, don't come in right I'm now. I'm making a noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, don't think, I don't think the knock is a normal. I don't think the people, the push, they hear the yeah. and then they do it again and then the knock. Okay. Could you could you knock knock? Is but anybody yeah, in there? And you're like, locked at this here. point, you pick your feet up to try to. Say there's no shadow, <laughs> and now you're making a sound. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. In I, in theory, you're saying. Yeah, well, this is why I don't use try, I try to avoid them at all costs. That seems like a fairly sizable consideration, if you will. Like, oh, it factors into the whole thing. Mm. It's why yeah. you're not. It's why you're not beelining to the pit. Yeah, that's not that's not a goal of mine. What other considerations well, do you have? Similarly to your uh, spider bee fly. The fly, the fly, yeah. Um, I've been in some pit toilets 
where you walk in and you shine it down in there and you see the mice running around. Oh, what? Yeah. So what? I don't want the mice running up the side. No. Grabbing onto my leg. Your leg. My leg. Is that air quotes? Yeah. My 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 bits. You know, whatever. Yeah. What? It, it doesn't matter what it is. I guess what I'm don't saying is. I guess what I'm saying is I don't care what it is <laughs> and I don't care what it's grabbing onto, but I don't want anything grabbing onto anywhere. When I'm in the pit toilet, the only thing worse than that is if I drop my phone or my wallet. I don't know. if I've never seen mice. Not that I've tried to study. You down stick below. your headlamp down the hole next time right. you go. All right. No. Then you d- no. Then he has to put it on his head again. Yeah. Yeah. Then I got to worry about what campsite did what. I don't want to. I don't want to ah. do that. Ugh. Well, but, that's been camp toilet. Yeah, yeah but you're like, welcome. That's, we got to be thankful for the pit toilet too. I mean, it's a it's, I it's am. great. It is. It would be really hard to just dig a hole out here with this much rain coming down. <laughs> yeah, when there's water is. on the surface of the ground. Yeah, there's no the such hole thing wouldn't as be that hole. bad to dig. It'd just be we'd be soaked because you yeah. can't dig a hole and take a sh- umbrella. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, a shovel and an umbrella. Exactly. Shovel and an umbrella. Yeah. Well. I don't, I don't think this rain is coming through. Yeah, this is oh, going to yes, be is. probably my the rainiest camp time I've ever done in my life. <laughs> it is crazy right now. All right, thanks for being with us. Um, as we get just dumped on by this rain... We're in a deluge. I think that's official. Super it's rainy. A deluge. Um, yeah. Atmospheric awesome. river. Atmospheric river. We we survived it. I think. If you're hearing this, we probably survived it. With a guest. Yeah. It was great. Zach, thanks yes. for being here. I appreciate it. It was fun. This has been a, a great three or four days. Yeah. Yeah. So um, obviously you're invited to the next business meeting um, when we do this. Um, you bring excellent treats. You are fun to be around. You're a stellar river guide. Um, only one rock we hit. To, only one two. rock wall. Uh, wall. No big I deal. I guess only one rock wall. <laughs> we I, hit some, I hope those guys have some video of that. <laughs> we can find. If you hit a rock wall and you watch someone do that, just ask, are they okay? Are they okay? Because the three they, guys they, didn't ask that. All they, they could do was sit there with their eyes wide open like, <laughs> what is going yeah, on? Or are we going to see these guys drown? Yeah. And no, we were never in danger yeah, of that. Safety yeah. first. We all had life vests. No rods were broken. No paddles uh, or oars were broken. Yeah. Uh, we didn't sink. We we just got a little uh, embarrassed. And um, yep, hey, it happens to everybody. Right. But thank you. I appreciate it. It's been fun. No steelhead were harmed in the making of this business meeting. Uh, we will see you on the next time. Get out there and have some fun. Mm-hmm.